This sikha is titled Ekev Chof Menachemov, that it is, that is that it's connected both to Parshas Ekev and a connection to the yard site of the Rebbe's father, Ablevi Yitzchak and Chofov. In this sikha, the Rebbe is addressing something that the Razal tell us on this Parsha, that the story of the breaking of the Luchas and the passing of Aaron say next to each other in this week's Parsha. And the Razal tell us the reason for this is because Kosha. It is difficult for Hashem, the passing of the tzaddik, like the breaking of the luchos. Now, of course, when Razal are comparing two things, it's because there is an inner connection between these two things. It's not just that both of them are difficult, so to speak, for Hashem, but that there is similarities in content between these two ideas, so we need to understand what is the common theme between the passing of a tzaddik and breaking of the luchos. Now the Rebbe says, even though, of course, the idea of the breaking of the Luchas is a very, very negative thing. However, there is something positive associated with it as well. And that is, we could see this from the fact that when the Yidin would go out to war, the Oroin with the Shivrei Luchas, with the broken pieces of the Luchas, would go out with them. Now surely when Yidin are going out to war, they need all the schusim they could possibly accumulate, all the Torah and mitzvahs. Only great tzaddikim went out to war, no people with averis went out to war. The Yidin had to act in a special holy way. If they are going out with the shivrei luchos, seemingly the luchos remind us, the broken luchos remind us of the chet egel of a terrible sin. If the Yidin are going out with the shivrei luchos, we must say there is something positive about that, about the shivrei luchos. There's a positive message over here. And in a similar way is what we're going to have to say about the passing of a tzaddik as well. That there is something over here, something positive, in which it is similar to the, to the idea of the Shvira Saluchais. The Rebbe says this idea that there is something positive within these two things could also actually be seen from the, from the expression the Razal used, kosher that it is, they are both difficult for Hashem, this is an expression also used regarding Kriyas Yamsuf, that Kavayachol, this is kosher for Hashem. So clearly this is used in regards to very, very great things. In order to explain all of this, the Rebbe says, let's have a look at what happens by the Shviras Haluchis. The Luchis themselves, as we know, Hashem carved out these stones. The Pasuk says, Vahaluchis Maisei Elikim Heimah, they're made by Hashem. Then there is a second thing that happens, that Hashem actually engraves and writes the words on the Luchos. The, Reb, the Rebbe brings the Maimar Azal that says that when Moshe Rabbeinu, by the story of the Chet Ego, looks at the Luchos, he suddenly sees that the Ksav, the writing of the Luchos, flew off, off the Luchos, flew out of the Luchos. And when he saw this, he broke the Luchos. He saw that there's no substance, as the Lashon of Razal, no mamash, there's no substance left in the Luchos, he threw them down. And the Rebbe asks, although the writing of the Luchos left, how could you say, there's no substance in them anymore, if these are still holy Luchos, Hashem made them, there's something very, very unique and very, very special about them. And even if they don't have the words, there's still not a reason to go ahead and to break them. Maybe you shouldn't give them to the Yidden or do something else with them. Why is he breaking them? And what the Rebbe explains is something very, very interesting and very fascinating. What the Rebbe says is that we see in a number of different places in Halacha, in this particular case, the Rebbe is giving an example of Tumo and Tahara. We see this in areas of Halacha 
that when an item was intended for a certain purpose, when an item that may have been important and valuable on its own originally, but it was intended for a certain purpose and now it has that function as well, now if it's not going to have that function, the original item, although seemingly it was something valuable to start with, no longer is considered valuable at all. It never has the proper chashivas because it's missing its main, main function. The example that Ebbe gives us from Dinama, as I said, of Tuma and Tara, where you could have a vessel that was made while it was raw material, although an expensive material. It's not makabel Tuma, but then when you made it into a keli, now it's going to be makabel Tuma. Later, if it loses the status of that keli, of that purpose, if this is what you intended it for, then it's no longer considered a keli anymore. And once again, it's not going to be Tomei. In our case, what the Rebbe says is, the luchos, these stones, yes, they are very, very valuable and very important initially because Hashem Himself made them. But once it got the additional quality, once it got the additional thing that Hashem engraved, the Aseris Hadibris, the words of Hashem engraved on the luchos, the whole identity of the luchos now become associated with the fact that it has these words engraved in it. And therefore, once these words are engraved, then this is the whole idea of the luchos. If the words are no longer there, then the luchos completely lost all of their chashivas, all of their importance. In fact, the Rebbe says, what does it even mean that the words flew off the luchos? We're not speaking about the physical words not being there. Because the words were engraved in the luchos, they're part of the stone. Rather, what we mean is the neshama, the spirit... The holiness of these words flew out, and by this happening now, the luchas themselves no longer are on the level of the great Maisei Elikim, as we said before. Yes, they are very holy, but it no longer has the special chashivas, and therefore, it really is no longer serving the purpose of what it's all about, and Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the luchas. In other words, what we see from here is that the whole idea of the luchas is the Aseris Hadibris there? And if not, we say, Ein Behemamish, it no longer has any substance. We're not saying it doesn't have the letters, but there's no substance. It's not really what it's all about anymore. The Rebbe says a similar thing is true with our body and our neshama. On the one hand, our body is made by Hashem, and of course, it's also very, very holy. But once the neshama comes into the body, the neshama became so one with the body now, it became so part and parcel of the body, so united with the body, that the whole chashivus of the body is right now the neshama that's inside of it. And without the neshama, it's like the body lost its whole chashivas as well. Because the whole point of the body now was elevated to a level, notwithstanding of how great it was before, was now elevated to a, a goof that's a goof that has a neshama. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the connection of why we take out these shivrei luchos when we go out to war. On the one hand, they didn't even before they go into Eretz Yisrael and start fighting wars and conquering. They're on a very, very high level. They're great tzaddikim. They are a day, a very knowledgeable generation coming out of the desert on a very high spiritual level. They are being told now to go into Eretz Yisrael and conquer, make Eretz Yisrael a place for Hashem. The message of the Shivrei Luches is that notwithstanding how high and great you are on your own, you are stones, you are a body that was made by Hashem. But now you're going to be fulfilling Hashem's mission in this world and you're going to be elevated to a much, much higher level where everything previously is almost like insignificant if you, if you don't reach your highest potential right now. 
This is the encouragement of the people going out to war to recognize the tremendously high level that they need to go up, climb, and reach. The Rebbe says this is all also connected to the idea of the passing of a tzaddik in the simple sense, where we say that tzaddikim lo menucha, tzaddikim are always climbing from level to level, both in this world as well as when they pass away, they go up to Ganeiden in a way that's infinitely greater to what they were doing over here. And this is specifically true on the day of the yard site, when an ashama of a tzaddik is going up so much higher than any other time in the year. The Rebbe says this is specifically relevant not only to the tzaddik himself, but all of those that are connected to the tzaddik. As the tzaddik ascends from one level to another, all of those that are connected to him, all of those that learn his Torah are also elevated to so much of a greater level. Because otherwise, why is it even relevant to us what's happening to the tzaddik and Ganeidim? It's to tell us that we have the koyach to be elevated along with him. And the Rebbe says this aliyah that the tzaddik has, especially on the day of the Yorzad, is even more so when we speak about someone like the Rebbe's father who passed away in a state of golus, in a state of exile, which the Sefer Achinuch says that exile, golus, is almost like the pain of death, but it's for a prolonged time. It's for a long time, it's an extended time, and that's why there's much more suffering. And when someone stands in Torah and mitzvahs, in this kind of state, it's even a greater thing. And therefore, the aliyah that comes as a result of it afterwards is even so much greater. And the Rebbe says the same thing is true regarding, first of all, the assistance that all of those that learn his Torah and connect him get is also in a greater way. In a more general way, this is true regarding the whole idea of Golos. We are in Golos right now. We are all in exile, but through our avoida in this place, and in this time, we could get up to such high level, to so much greater levels, shaloi berach, completely incomparable to anything that was before, and it's of course going to be in the Yom Shekuli Shabbos, when Mashiach comes immediately.